Hello, guys. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. Avi, the podcast where we talk about fitness, fashion, food, finance, and family, all the Fs we should care about. I'm your host, Avi, and let's get to it. Hello, guys. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. Avi, a podcast where we talk about fitness, fashion, food, finance, and family, all the Fs we should care about. Hope everyone had a great New Year's and hopefully you left everything that's holding you back in 2023 and ring in 2024. So I was in Florida in Disney World with my son for the holidays and I must have caught a cold because uh, my voice isn't too great. So if I sound a bit different, that's why. So... Hopefully everybody else did something great for the New Year's. Uh, Hopefully not partying too much or, heaven forbid, uh, went to Times Square. (laughs) But um, hopefully everyone is ready for 2024. So what do we do for 2024, guys? Do we continue partying and hold on to 2023 for a little bit longer? I know some guys typically, uh, as soon as uh, the New Year rolls around, you know, like me, I take down all the decorations and I'm ready for the new year because I don't want to see that stuff no more, you know? But for some people, you might still want to feel like the holiday season is still here and maybe you wait till like the second week of January. But whatever you do, you know? all up to you so i know a lot of people like to make resolutions right new year's resolutions so if you're one of those people you probably have a resolution about either saving more money or getting fit for the 2024 new year but whatever it is i'm telling you guys you better have a plan because if you're having a a fitness goal, remember, Valentine's Day is only 43 days away from today. So keep that in mind. So you really don't have a lot of time to get there because with a fitness regime, you're going to have to kind of get into the flow of it, get used to, you know, adding that to your typical schedule, especially if you have a busy schedule like most people. And it's kind of hard to, like, get used to something. I believe someone or somewhere I read it takes about, uh, like, at least 30 days or something to get used to a habit. So uh, if you don't make it through the first 30 days, it's going to be tough. Uh, So, you know, you just got to have a really good positive mindset about it. And then you're on your way to your new goal. So let's talk about these two goals here. So uh, my favorite has always been the goal of saving money because we just went through the holiday season and we probably all broke, right? Like we probably spent more money than we got. We went on Black Friday shopping, then we had Cyber Monday online shopping, then we had the Christmas shopping, and then we probably spent too much money on New Year's, and then we probably booked uh, trips and vacations or at least have ideas about going somewhere for, you know, 2024. 
So how are we going to pay for that? I mean, we just spent all this money, guys. So how are we going to pay for 2024 with the 2023 still, you know, lingering? You know, we haven't gotten the bills yet. So, <laughs> so when we do get these bills, we need to know what to do about it. So the best thing to tackle saving more money is, as my best uh, uh, podcaster, Susie Orman said, you need to have a budget. It sounds pretty simple, you know, budget. But do we have a budget? Maybe we think in our heads we have a budget, but our wallet says otherwise because we keep uh, spending more money that's, that's in our wallets. So we really need to have a simple budget. Um, a couple ways you could have a budget is you simply just write down, you know, like keep track of all your expenses and look at how much you actually make like every week, every two weeks, and then you subtract that. And if you have nothing left over or you're like in the negative, then clearly you're spending more money than you are bringing in. So you don't want that type of situation. And most likely, if that's the case, it's probably because you're charging a lot to your credit cards or you're just not simply, you know, paying attention to all the expenses that are going out. Maybe you got like 20 subscriptions to, you know, a lot of uh, streaming services, maybe... um you know, you're not paying attention to those, but they're all coming out. So really need to focus on what your expenses are and try to get a hold of them, you know. And that's the best way to kind of save some money. Um, another technique, it was really old-fashioned. Um, my family actually used to use this when I was a kid, and uh, it's a cash-only budget. So a cash-only budget means that you can only spend money that you have that's cash. So my mom was, like, not good at saving money, and my dad used to, like, get upset at her all the time. So he would be like, okay, you need to, like, spend less, and she, you know, she would try, but (laughs) it didn't always work. So he would put her on a cash-only budget, and then we would get our allowance in, like, cash, so... Like, you might get, like, five bucks or whatever for per day. And she would get her allowance as well. And once you spent it, then that was it. So if that works good for you guys, I mean, I, I think it's a great strategy. Because it kind of teaches you to be more mindful of your money. Because you're like, okay, well, I got, like, like 100 bucks remaining. Like, I don't want to, like, blow it on this. And then I have nothing else for the rest of the week or whatever. So that's a good strategy if you really want to save and control your expenses and just kind of control your spending habit. And then you're not swiping that card because if you're using credit, then you're not keeping track of, um, you know, how much money you actually spent because you're spending as much as your credit limit is. And if it's a lot, then you're going to be spending a lot. So that's a good uh, technique to keep in mind as well. Um, Another good way to save money is opening a savings account but not at your bank. Like, go to, like, some credit union that's, like, inconvenient in, like, the the next town. It's only open on, like, you know, Monday through Wednesday or whatever. Really really horrible hours, (laughs) so you can't access that money. And then you do, like, um, automatic transfers from, from your primary account, and then you just transfer, like, maybe a couple bucks here and there, 
And if you continue to do that, like throughout the year, you'll you'll actually like save a few few dollars, depending on what it is. But that is another strategy that you could actually save up some money, maybe for that vacation that you're planning. Um, another thing you can do <clears throat> is uh simply cut out some stuff in your life. So maybe you look at um, you know how much you're actually spending. Maybe you got a lot of expenses that is related to just your daily living. Maybe you buy all your food or maybe you do a lot of shopping. Whatever it is, just really look at how much you're spending in your life and see what you can cut out. Maybe instead of going um, out to dinner or out to lunch every day, maybe like go a couple times and that could help you out as well. Or maybe you guys got a fancy coffee maker for Christmas, you know? Um, then you can cut out all those trips to, tar- to Starbucks. So Starbucks does make those uh, those uh, K-Cups. So you can make that Starbucks coffee at home and still have that same great taste. So that's that's an option. Or maybe you didn't get a coffee maker. Maybe you should go out and buy one and then, you know, kind of try this hack and that'll work. But... You know, that's another great technique uh, just to kind of save you a few bucks as well. Um, You could also just simply stop using your credit cards. I mean, I know it's hard because if you're like, okay, you know, I need to buy gas and, you know, they don't take any cash there, then, okay, maybe you just buy gas with your cards and, and that's it. You know, that's like putting some kind of restriction on what you're using it for. And at least you're using it for necessities. So, you know, that's, that's, that's okay. But... If you're just using it for everything, then it's like, okay, what is a necessity and what is just like a, a want, right? So just keep uh, keep that in mind and maybe that strategy would work for you as well. Or uh, like I mentioned before with the coffee, maybe you uh, eat all your lunches out. Maybe you can start taking, you know, your lunch to work and this could also help out with your uh, fitness goal as well because then you're eating healthy because you're you're eating what you take to work and uh no cheating like don't take your lunch to work and then bring it back home okay you gotta eat it at work (laughs) it kind of defeats the purpose if you're just taking it for the ride and then bringing it back home and putting it back in the fridge and then you know repeating the process you gotta really like stick to it and then it will work but that is a great strategy. I used to do that all the time um, when I used to work um, at J.P. Morgan Chase because just going into the cafeteria used to be like such an ordeal because everyone was there and then you're literally waiting like an hour. And then by the time you get back to your desk and if you got something that was like prepared for you and you were waiting for it to be cooked, you literally smell like food and your clothes and your hair and everything just smells like food. And you, and it's difficult to concentrate and sit at your desk when all you smell is like uh, tacos from Taco Tuesday. You know, like we don't want that. So eating your lunch actually will actually help you be more productive at work because you're not taking up all this time going into the cafeteria to buy your lunch and then eating it there and then coming back and two hours later and then, you know, it's like almost time to go home. So 
Yeah, you don't want that type of situation, especially if you like meet somebody else and they're like, oh, well, let's go out to lunch. And then that that's just not always the best idea. So you might want to consider, you know, like if it works for you, great. But if you have the opportunity to take your lunch to work, then that'd be great. Same with your dinners. I mean, do you guys uh, cook dinners? I know a lot of people don't. I mean, I don't. I typically would just grab something that's fast casual. Maybe I'll go to Chipotle or maybe I'll go to Wawa or, you know, just get a sandwich or something quick and easy because I do not like shopping in the supermarket because, first of all, I just don't know what to buy. You know, you, you go there and you buy all this stuff and your fridge has a lot of food and then you're like, well, what do I make? You know, like I didn't like really have a plan for what I was buying. I just bought like a bunch of things. Maybe stuff was on sale or they advertised it or, you know, it's right by the front door and you walk in. You're like, oh, this looks good. You know, I, I could buy like uh, five pounds of apples, you know, even though I don't like apples. It'll look nice in that bowl <laughs> in the kitchen. But whatever the reason is, you know, you really like second guess or think about you know, what you're doing and if you're actually going to eat that. I know I went through uh, a phase uh, last year where I I was like, you know what, I'm going to eat some more apples because, you know, it has fiber, it's healthy, it's an easy snack. You can just quickly grab it and go. If you're in the car, you can like quickly take it with you. But then I realized that I hate apples. Like I, I, I hate apples. So I tried it, but uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. And then I ended up having like um, maybe like five pounds or so of apples because I bought like the huge bag from BJ's and it just kind of went to waste because I just stopped eating them one day and I was like, I'm not eating these apples, you know? Like, what was wrong with me? It was a good idea, but I, I personally don't like apples. So that didn't work for me. So do not do that, guys. If you don't like apples, I'd suggest you just keep walking. Be like, I don't care how nice they look and how great they smell. I don't need them. <laughs> so um, another thing, while we're talking about the supermarket, what do you, what do your fridge looks like? I know a lot of people probably have a lot of leftovers in their refrigerator from the holidays. Maybe you still got some pumpkin pie in the back there. Like, you know, you might want to clean the fridge out. You know, that's a great New Year's like uh, idea. I think so. I need to do that myself because I got to some stuff in the refrigerator and I'm like, okay, do I still want this stuff? And uh, we, we all got too much condiments in our fridge. I mean, has anyone ever looked in the doors of your refrigerator and you're like, why do I have like five um, bottles of ketchup and like six bottles of barbecue sauce and like three things of mayo? Like, like, do I really need that? So it's because we don't know what we have in our refrigerator. You know, we were just constantly buying stuff and we're like, oh, well, what's in the refrigerator? I don't know because I haven't looked or it's probably expired, you know? So take a look at your refrigerator. And if you are a culprit for having some of these condiments that probably expired two, three years ago, then you might want to throw them out. Or if you got too many of the same condiment, you know what? If you can't give it to somebody who's going to use it, then I suggest you throw it out because you're not going to use it. You haven't used it. So why keep it in the refrigerator? So it's a good time to clean out the fridge, just kind of 
write down exactly on your phone, uh, or maybe you can get an app to kind of track what's in your refrigerator. There's actually, I think there is a fridge app where you can basically either take photos of your refrigerator or you can just kind of write down what's in your fridge. So when you go to the supermarket, you're not buying stuff you already have because, you know, you, you kind of keep track of all that stuff. Um, but, you know, that's a really great solution to kind of figure out what's in your refrigerator and then know what, what you should buy. And that could help you, um, you know, get to your goal of saving more money because you're keeping track of the food you're buying. You're not eating uh, out for every meal. You're taking your lunch to work and you're getting healthy in the same time and you're saving money. I mean, you know, it could be a pipe dream, but <laughs> we could, we could, we could imagine that it is a great idea, you know, for new years that we're going to do something great. So the, the goal here is to just kind of stick to that plan. And once you start doing it, you actually will reach your goal. So maybe I would say the best way to kind of reach the goal is to make a couple of short-term goals before I like the big goal. So, so let's say like the couple of things I mentioned before, like start uh, taking your lunch to work. Um, maybe you want to try that for a little bit and see if that works for you. If it doesn't work for you, then the money that you are spending eating out, you kind of calculate how much that is. And if it is within your budget, then you make a you make a strategy to eat out and only spend like a certain amount on lunch. Because I know even uh, with me, when I did uh, go to the cafeteria for work, I would, I would typically get something small, maybe like a little salad or a small sandwich or something like that. But next thing you know, you go there and it's like, oh, like today is like Moroccan Wednesday. And they have like this amazing like entree with like, some kind of, you know, shrimp or fish or steak or whatever it is, and it's like 30 bucks, and you're like, um, okay, I, I'm going to get that. You know, it's like, don't fall into that trap. Don't. Be like, you know what, that looks good, but I, I only got like 10 bucks, so I cannot buy that. I know Susie Orman would be very proud of me. She'd be like, you cannot afford it. So, <laughs> so if you keep that in mind, then that would help you out really, really well, because... If you're following the cash strategy and you're like, okay, I only bought 10 bucks with me, it's like, okay, well, I can't buy it, you know? But if you got that card with you, then, you know, it's going to tempt you and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to get that uh, expensive steak for lunch and then think, like, why did I? You know, like, who spends 30 bucks for lunch? Not everyone. So I would suggest, you know, just kind of stay away from those temptations because they're all over and they're always trying to get you. So, we're going to do a lot better this year, guys. So these are all great suggestions to get you quicker to your goal in 2024. All right. So on the next show, we're going to talk about some fitness goals. I'll give you some tips, some tricks. I already gave you some uh, tips and tricks today, but I'll elaborate a little bit more on how you can attain your goal. But thank you for listening in and feel free the like and hit the bell icon where you can listen to the most up-to-date materials. Until next time, this is Real Talk with Dr. Avi. Thanks, guys. 
As always, thank you for listening and feel free to tune in again next week. Until next time, this is Real Talk with Dr. Avi. Later, friends.